Good morning, guys. Sorry, I posted that one um, yesterday. I posted it a little bit late. I recorded it on Saturday, but I uh, slipped my mind. So, um, yeah. Um, so, there's a couple things I want to read real fast that are uh, actually good things to take out of this book. Not that there are not good things, it's just they're going through the basics. The ethos of rugby. This is from the IRB player playing charter. There is an overriding obligation on the player to observe the laws and to respect the principles of fair play. The laws must be applied in such a way as to ensure that the game is played according to the principles of play. The referee and his or touch judges can achieve this through fairness, consistency, sensitivity, and at the highest levels, management. In return, it is the responsibility of coaches, captains, and players to respect the authority of the match officials. So that's the balance that we're striking. Okay, we've got to find that balance with our own personal style. Um, so these are all the principles of law application. So basically, you've got the principles of rugby, and you've got the object and principles of rugby. Um, we've already gone over the principles of rugby. Um, you know, contest, you know, attacking, defending, all that good stuff. Um, so I'm going to go through these and kind of yammer on a little bit. There's like seven of them, I think. Um, the following three keywords are the overall basic gist of it. Um, safety is first, equity, and laws. So if we can do all three of those in a rather well-formed bit, we will be, um, we'll be fine. Oh, the roads are shitty today. Lovely. Keep it coming. Not shitty, but yeah. Um, so safety, equity, laws is the overarching. Keep that in mind. Um, number two is fairness. Um, one is the object and principles of rugby. So we've already talked about those. Two, fairness. The application of the laws must take place with a view to ensuring that there are rewards for skillful, positive play that meet the game's objective and punishments for play that detracts from the objective. Now, this isn't about this is fair or this is unfair. This really is regards to... Well, they call it foul play. Obviously, foul play is the reason, but things that are against the spirit of the game. Maybe we'll touch on that later. I don't know if I haven't read all these through. But I think this is more of the spirit of the game. What did you intend to do? Is it being fair? You know, what is coming first? Is this guy doing this? Is this guy doing this? And then is this allowing this? Or basically just... You know, keep it safe, but keep it fair. Um, yeah, I don't know how that would apply, to be honest. It's kind of a tricky one to be like, all right, well, that's not fair. No, fairness is just, you know, I don't know. Even in equal kind of thing. The next one, ironically, is consistency. Be fair and consistent as much as possible in the spirit of the game. So there we go. That kind of answers the, the fairness. You know, fair and consistent. You know, don't change it for one team or change it for the other. Just kind of be consistent and keep going. Um, yeah. Advantage. Advantage is one of the best things in the game. Advantage should be played to maintain continuity of play. However, 
If in maintaining continuity, options become... i got to stop reading for a second. Hold on. Substantially restricted or the frequency of infringements increases, there the, then the law governing the offending aspect of play should be applied. The use of the advantage law must not lead to the deterioration of play into players taking unsafe actions. Statement, penalties, and management. Um, so advantage is a big one I don't think I've really talked on. If you think about football, if you think about NFL football, okay, this is the game that is the antithesis of continuity. The game is built to be slow and pedantic and to kind of, it's like a slow chess playing game with the coaches being the chess masters and the people being the pieces on the board. Okay, it's the opposite of continuity. If every time there was a knock on, and you just blew the whistle right away, knock on, scrum down. Instead of a knock on being loose on the ground, playing advantage, and then the ball being picked up, there would be so much less time for the ball in play. Now, we have to think about the spirit of the game. The spirit of the game is to. The spirit of the game is to screw up and to play on. <laughs> in a weird way. I remember coaching that to players and they were like, really? We can actually screw up in this game? And I'm like, you're going to screw up in this game. You're going to hit a ruck a thousand times and a thousand and first time you're going to see a ruck a diff- bit different than what it was. But you're going to understand the principles and that will see you through. You know, you're going to screw up. You're going to fall over your feet. You're going to get penalized. You're going to adapt. You're going to overcome. So, so basically this is a game about screwing up and playing on and adapting. Um, now, Advantage can be incredibly helpful um, for continuing the flow of game. This is where an infringement happens, you let it breathe. One, two, excuse me. You can still stick your arm out for advantage. You can relax a little bit, you know, even if you don't shout advantage, you know, but this is important to let it breathe, let it go for a second. Stick your arm out on three. Hang out for a couple seconds. Put your arm down. You know, advantage blue, knock on red. Most of the players, if they're at pretty high level, will understand what that means. The coaches will definitely understand it. Um, you know, just kind of... So what this does is it allows the game to flow much more... And you can call advantage over at the moment's notice. Like a scrum knock on, or a knock on um, advantage is over the moment the guy gets a line break. It's over with two passes when they're not getting completely smothered. You know, it's over very quickly. Like this is the difference between, and we can go into, we'll go into advantage more in depth later. There's two kinds of advantage that can be gained: as tactical, and there's um, yardage. I can't remember what it is. Tactical is you get a better situation, like a two-on-one on the outside or you gain the line. You gain what you should get. Um, But penalty advantages are especially helpful because they really give you a leeway into um, managing other people. You know, for example, say uh, a flanker jumps off of the scrum early and rushes up, but then rushes back. He's made a change in the play. The scrum scrum have is looking up, sees him jump off, sees that they have advantage, sees that he jumped off, sees that I saw it, sees that he has advantage, and but he's changed play enough to change the direction of which the scrum half is going. You know, so he's changed play by 
you know, doing something illegal. It's not legal. Um, so he has impacted play. It's not a manageable offense. Penalty advantage. You know, six off the side or whatever you want to call it. You know, disengaging early or I can't remember what the exact penalty is. Um, I know what the motion is. But they go. They do their free play. Play advantage for a few seconds. They gain a good couple yards. They get a try, whatever. Try awarded. Moving on. Next scrum. You don't know this is you this is a situation where you do not have to go back to the penalty. Next scrum. Very next scrum. A six. Most of the time they know exactly what happened. But six, just keep your shoulder on the scrum until the ball is clearly out, okay? Okay, thank you, sir. That's all. Thanks. And nine times out of ten, that's ironed out right away. Because what you've just said there is you've set the standard. Now, if you and you didn't even have to blow up the penalty. They got an advantage, but they gained it. You know, like it was just by their own natural play. Um, now, in this instance, you can... I, I am always of the case, except when it's clearly specified by the laws, um, that there should not be an advantage played. Um, in cases of foul play is one. Uh, two knock-ons is another. Um, anything involving safety is just kind of like, hey, nope, no, 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 we're not doing that. You know, you have the right to kind of pull that down and be like, yeah, we're not touching that one. Um, but in most situations, I will attempt to play advantage. Now, I view the game kind of as... It's like, it, it's like tension on a rope. Okay, if you want to keep tension, like if somebody's rock climbing or something like that, you want to keep relative tension on the rope. Not perfect tension, but relative tension. You want to let it flow a little bit. You want to have it a little bit, a little bit loose, but you want to not have them have more than like a foot of, ten, a foot of slack. You know what I mean? So if they jump, that means they're falling even more and you're getting lifted up and it's not that fun. Um, so... When you kind of feel the game unraveling a little bit, when you kind of feel that the game is a little bit out of your control, sometimes it's best not to play advantage. Sometimes it's best to just kind of be like, hey, let's bring this back home, guys. Blow the penalty. If they're not really dying to go quick, you slow the game down. Hey, Six, I need you to keep your shoulder on the scrum next time, okay? Understand? Let's not have this again, okay? And it's not that big of a deal. I mean, excuse me, it's a penalty. But it's not like a, you know, you just punch somebody in the throat or anything like that. It's like, hey, let's not do that. Okay. But you've slowed it down enough to be like, hey, guys, let's be aware of this. Let's improve on this and let's not do it again. You know, and you've talked in a slow, calming tone. You've reeled a little bit of that tension back in. And then you can be like, all right, guys. Here's your mark. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. We good? Excellent. Play continues. Time is on. You know, whatever you want to do. But that little bit of management is just kind of like a... You need to be aware that if the penalties are coming hard and fast, that you might need to just slow the game down and reiterate some of the points that you might have missed. Um, I, I personally am not a fan of advantage on top of advantage on top of advantage. 
If you can keep it going, good. But if there's more than two or three advantages in a row, and they're not just knock-ons, like knock-on. They pick the ball up, they run 20 yards. Advantage is over. Um, and then they cough the ball into someone else. Knock-on, advantage over again, you know. Knock-ons you can manage if you're clear. Um, again, that would not be a double knock-on. That would be like a knock to a knock right away. That would just be immediately like, hey, guys, no advantage gained. We're going to these guys. If they gain the advantage, I don't see a problem with it, just depending on your level of control and perspective. Because sometimes you miss stuff, which is normal. Um, however, with penalties, there's a point where if you just do advantage, advantage gained, advantage, advantage gained, advantage, advantage gained, you um, <coughs> oftentimes it is one team that has the ball. And they are attacking, attacking, attacking. And these team, the defending teams are kind of tanking. They're not intentionally tanking, but they're tanking. Does that make sense? They're, they're, they're not doing things up to the standard. And at that point, again, after two to three penalties, it's very clear you need to stop and really have a chat with the captain. And those are the instances where I will immediately jump right to second penalty, third penalty, you know, offsides. Penalty advantage, offsides. New advantage, not rolling away. Team is still attacking with the ball, still attacking with the ball. Penalty advantage, offsides. And I blow that penalty up and I double tap on the whistle. So my arm goes from 45 degrees between my straight up and down and to the right hand side to 45 degrees right between them and then it goes upstairs, up, up straight up double tap on the whistle captain come on over captain okay now um, I know we're playing it hard and fast but you've had three penalties within one minute I've had two offsides and I've had one not rolling away now these are simply penalties of effort I know that you guys can be on sides I know that you guys can roll away I need you to do it right now, otherwise we're headed down a very, very, you know, dark path. Does that make sense? And uh, you just leave it there. And if the captain doesn't say, hey, make, oftentimes captains will be like, sir, can I have a minute? I'm like, absolutely, take your minute. What you've done is you have killed the, the momentum of the other team, but you have not let it slip out of control. Now, I'm sure that people would disagree with me on that, but that's my perspective of, hey, it's getting a little bit out of control, guys. Um, I mean, the other option is if it's managed and it's saying, hey, 11, one more step on sides, playing on with the ball, continuing, 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 three penalties. I mean, I, I've seen referees go straight to yellow cards on multiple penalties. Perfectly fine. You know? Depending on the skill level that you're at, I mean, that's the thing. You have to find that balance between is this a teaching moment or is this a, you know, they don't get it. They're, they're not going to get it moment. And they're not going to get it until I throw a card at them. That's up to you guys. Um, in my instance, you know, penalties inside the 22 are, are much more. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it, that's the thing about advantage. There is no hard and fast way to play it. But I want to just put a couple ideas in your head about how 
what the challenge is with it and how you can um, really work your way through it and um, yeah so I like playing advantage I don't like playing advantage when it gets a bit too out of control too hard and fast because the thing is your brain is operating also at a very very high rate of speed and if you can't keep a lid on what your penalties were you're kind of in trouble you know, the captain says, oh, what was that penalty for back there? Oh, that was offsides. No, the one before that. Oh, my, my brain usually takes a fart um, and goes blank for a little bit. Um, but usually kind of after like a couple seconds, I'll be like, hey, give me a second. I'll, I'll it'll come back to me. Um, you know, oh, that one was for not rolling away. And the previous one was for offsides again. Okay. Thank you, sir. Um, you know. I think a lot of it is about... You were just controlling it. And whatever level feels comfortable for you. Like, and, you know, again, your process will get refined as time goes on. Um, it'll get easier. And you, you'll kind of have that limit where you're like, all right, that's enough. Take your penalty. Slow it down. Pull the captain in. You know, have a nice chat. And then go from there. Um yeah, advantage is one of those things that you can talk about it all day, but it really is. If you get a good, healthy advantage where you, and you keep it consistent, it so elevates the game. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I have empathy towards, you know, these players, and I have a clear idea of what they're trying to achieve and what they're trying to, to get to. And if they can do that, if they can have that understanding and that kind of, like, if you can have that poise to understand your advantages and where they're going and what they're trying to achieve and how much they need to achieve to gain the advantage, man, it is a game changer if you get it right. Um, so I'm about to pull into work, so I'm going to call it on that one. Um, but advantage, if you can get advantage correct and really understand what they're trying to achieve on advantage, oh, doggy. We'll talk about that later. But um, until then, I will talk with you guys in a few hours. Hey guys, I'm just gonna yak for a couple seconds. Um, I am headed home. It is shitty and rainy, and I'm gonna focus on what I'm doing, which is driving. Um, I talked about advantage um, a bit. Um, I didn't really go into too much detail, but I kind of talked about different situational things and how you can play advantage to best effect. <clears throat> Advantage is an amazing tool if you can use it to good effect. If you are too lax with it, it gets the game gets out of control. Um, but it gives you the ability to rein it in as well. It's all in how you play it. Um, I strongly encourage you guys to um, figure out how you want to play advantage. Um, <coughs> oh. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I strongly advise you guys to figure out how you want to play advantage and, um, and just fine tune it because this is probably the single most, the single strongest ability in the game that creates this fluidity and the beauty of this game that is meant to be done. If you can do that within safety measures, within um, laws, within you know equity, 
it's fantastic. It's a great time, but it is it is one of those intangibles that is very difficult to pin down. Study advantage. If I could say one thing other than the breakdown that this could help the game, this helps the game immensely. Um, yeah, no, I think advantage is hands down amazing. Um, now, there's a couple other things now. It is dark, and I'm not going to read these because it's like I have to wait. You know, priorities, management of the game by match officials, application. I feel like we've already talked about this, um, and I'm not going to read these and go through these. Um, but overall, safety, equity, and laws. So if it, is it safe? Is it equal? And what's the law? Okay? So let's, let's understand that. Um, it goes into the thing about the role of the referee. Um, decision-making control, people management, managing detail, and feedback. Um, a lot of this we've already hit on. Um, I, I think the one question that is on here that is really sparks a, a light in me is, what kind of referee are you? Excuse <sighs> me. Um... I think that would keep people up at night. It's not an easy question to just bang. I'm this kind of referee because each referee calls for a different situation. I have... What are you doing, dude? Learn to friggin' drive. Um, anyways. Um, some people don't know how to drive, even in dry streets. Um... I think that's a good question to just kind of leave you on. Like, I don't want to be a, a, a jerk, but think about it as you go forward. What kind of referee do you want to be? I think that's a brilliant question. Like, really, what kind of referee do you want to be? Now, you need to have a lot, wear a lot of hats. You know, it's got on here a couple different things. Facilitator, decision maker, organizer, you're a manager. So think of best boss that you've ever had or your dream boss that's what you want out of a referee you want somebody who's going to share with you in your moments of joy you want somebody who's going to be disappointed when you're disappointed but you also want somebody who's going to give you boundaries be firm about them and just elevate you as a player and I think that's a really great thing to realize fuck you dude And then you go 20 miles an hour. Duh! Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just dealing with difficult people. But, um, yeah, that was my recording. Um, what kind of referee do you want to be? And think about what kind of boss you want to be. What kind of manager you want to be. What kind of superior do you want to be? And how do you want them leaving? the game like I, I, I've left the game and I've gotten hugs from losing teams because I battled with them and I empathized with them but I didn't let it get out of control and if your goal is to create a game where these players are just playing the game and enjoying that and pushing you a little bit and you're pushing them a little bit that's a great game that's something we should shoot for not perfect perfect you know law knowledge or you know, no yellow cards or anything like that. You know, we should shoot for the overarching goal is to play a game, a beautiful game. And if we can shoot for that, I'm, I'm pretty darn happy. So that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. Thanks. Take care.